Welcome back to the MJC podcast. We're talking about who Jesus is. This podcast episode pairs with my devotional book that's just launched, Who is Jesus? You can get it on Noise Trade. Link is in the show notes. Today we're talking about Jesus is God. I started with this one because this is a foundational belief of Christianity. This one is big. There are other religi- uh, religions, excuse me, there are other religions that believe in Jesus Christ as a person or even as a prophet. But those religions fall short of believing that Jesus is God himself. But what did Jesus say about himself? That's what we're going to look at. We're not looking at my opinion. We're looking at the Bible and what Jesus says. In John 10, 30, Jesus declares, I and the Father are one. Now, when it all comes down to it, Jesus wasn't arrested, tried, and crucified because he was rising up against the government or because he was performing miracles or whatever they were trying to say was the case. The main reason that the religious leaders of his time had him arrested was because he was claiming to be God and they thought that was blasphemy. You know, we can look back on that with knowing eyes. We saw how the story unfolded and we see how it's all written. But if we were there at the time, let's say this took place today. You and I are sitting here living our lives in this year. Someone comes along and says, hi, I'm Jesus. I'm God. And we had no other, let's, let's take out of the equation that we already know this Jesus. Let's just say some person for the first time is coming saying, I'm God. I and the Father are one. And we're very religious people who followed all of the texts lived up to the Ten Commandments, followed all the rules of the law, and all of that. Now, this person shows up and says he's God. He's performing miracles. He's doing all kinds of stuff. You have to kind of look at that and say, do I really fault them 100% for viewing him that way? I don't know. I think most people would be skeptical. The disciples that chose to follow after him it was because of a personal experience with him. The woman at the well, it was a personal experience. There were a lot of people that Jesus encountered and had a personal experience with that walked away believing. Now, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they also had a personal experience with Jesus. They were always trying to trip him up. They talked to him. They did have personal uh, relations with him where they would ask him questions and he would Mostly I answer their questions with questions back to them, but they were given the truth. They had the same opportunity to have an experience with Jesus and choose to follow him and they didn't. But as we're starting our journey to discover who Jesus is, we have to start with this foundational truth. Jesus is God. He is not uh, a spirit being created by God. He's existed from eternity. He wasn't created In fact, he's the same essence as God the Father and the Holy Spirit. All three are God. We can get into the aspects of the Trinity, and I'll trip myself up trying to explain it in later episodes. But right now, we know that there's a Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. Jesus' role is that of the Son. And we're going to go into that on a deeper level later on because that is one of the devotional uh, topics is that Jesus is the Son. But, you know... 
a lot of religious scholars and just ordinary Christians claim that Jesus is a good teacher or a role model or just something else besides God. But those views are not what Jesus said about himself. He said he's God. He was a good teacher. Yeah, he was the best teacher because he's perfect. He was a good role model. Yeah, we're still supposed to follow everything. You know, we're, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. We're supposed to live up to following his, uh, his standard. But most importantly, what he said about himself is that he's the same as the Father, that he is God. He has the authority of God, the power of God, the knowledge of God, and all of the characteristics of the perfect eternal creator. That's what makes him so important as the central figure of the Christian faith. You know, you have other religions that have a, a central figure that, well, they're, they're human. They don't live up to perfection. And so they fall short. But in Christianity, we have God himself came to earth, put some skin on, and walked around and lived a human life as an example for us on how to live. When we downplay the fact that he's more than a religious figure or an example for us to live by, we're stripping of him of his authority in our lives. You know, when we don't grant him the honor and glory that's due to him because he's God, we treat him just like he's another Muhammad or Buddha or Joseph Smith. But he's so much more than that. He's fully God and fully man. No one else can make that claim. No one that's ever been on this earth has ever been able to say they're fully God and fully man. Here's a little seminary phrase for you. Hypostatic union. That's a, that's a fun one that I learned that I've never really used in context. That means fully God and fully man. No one else can make that claim. When Jesus came to earth, God put on flesh. We read that in him, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And we also read that he's the image of the invisible God among us. In him, God chose to reveal himself, not merely as an example or a good teacher. Himself, he chose to reveal all of what God is in a human form. I mean, I keep saying this is big. Like, I don't know how else to describe this. This is monumental. The fact that God came to earth himself and put on flesh. He didn't send an angel. He didn't send a prophet. Well, he sent prophets. What I mean is Jesus was not just another prophet. This is God coming down to earth. And we hear a lot of, we hear a lot of phrasing when we're talking in Sunday schools and stuff like that. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. My church doesn't do Sunday school. Does your church do Sunday school? And, but when I was growing up in Sunday school, they would talk about God sent his son, which is biblical. The Bible does say God sent his son. But if you look at it like he created this guy and sent him down, that's a whole different thing than if God himself, if Jesus is God and came down himself, God the Son came down to earth. That, that takes on a whole different meaning. So let's talk about how this applies to your life. In the written version of this devotional, I have a question at the end of every one of them, and it says, how does this apply to your life? So here's the question. Jesus is God. How does thinking about this fact impact the way you read the stories of Jesus in the Bible? I want you to think on that. I would love your feedback also. You can hit me up if you want to email me, mjc at matthewjcochran.com. Or if you find Matthew J. Cochran on that 
social media, the Facebook. <laughs> if you find my page on Facebook, you can also message me there and I do respond to those. So I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow about Jesus the Son. I'll see you then. Bye.